So you will agree with me that most of us here do not have a reputation yet. So you're wondering how do we thrive without a reputation? Well, for now you can. And actually, most times I tell people, if you're just getting into the market with the existing brands that are doing well, how do you come in and still thrive? I really believe that you can, but how? You need to dictate the perception. Perception of your brand, your service, your business, your product. I always like to tell people that you can start small, but start well. You just need to know the right places to put your money, the right places to tweak. There's a statistic that says that most of the pictures that go on social media actually the 17% out of everything that was taken, alright? That's because those people are trying to create a perception about themselves. It may be phony, alright? But those guys are not brands. For you as a brand, it's okay to put just the 17% out there because you want to control the perception, alright? Sometimes you've heard people say, fake it till you make it, well, Branding for startups is about controlling the perception from the beginning, all right? So I'm going to talk about a couple of things that you need to put in place. I guess this is what a lot of you have been waiting for. So I'm going to start from one part that a lot of people don't like. Some of you are about to turn down that option because um, someone charged you very high for it, but I'm going to get to it anyway. That's where your branding starts from. And before I get into these things, I don't I, I just want to debunk the greatest excuse that I hear and which is very lame and it's that you're a startup, so you don't need such things. But let me ask you, because you think it's very professional and you're not yet um, in the big leagues, but let me ask you something. Or let me paint a scenario for you. Now an athlete that's just starting up and is a rookie. What do you think he does to get into the big games before he becomes a pro athlete? He goes to a pro and the pro shows him the ropes of how it is done. Without that, he would never see the light of the big games. So the fact that your startup does not excuse you from doing the right things, putting the right things in place, okay? So you need to get these things right and you need to do them in the professional way. You don't need to break the bank. You just need to know that there are times where you have to stretch just the way the athlete will stretch the rookie. Okay, so let's get to it. The first thing is the visual identity. If I want to define that in my own simple word, I'll just say it's simply every visual content or element you put together to build your reputation that's my own definition i don't know what google is going to tell you okay so put together to represent your brand visually it's very important that you invest in this part properly now i'm not saying break the bank because that's usually the excuse i'm saying do it in a professional way you don't just need anybody to create your identity. Guys, the first and foremost way people will appreciate your brand is from its visual representations. Don't get that wrong. And this starts from what? I know, I know you guys know it already. Okay, I'll just say it for us. Wait for it. 
Oslo effect, drum rolls, logos. Yes, I know they probably told you it isn't your brand, it's not your brand identity, whatever. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it's the face of your brand. You know how the mention of a person's name and not the spelling of their name comes to your mind, or their face. Well, that's what a logo is. The face that comes to mind when they mention a brand. Good example, when I say Nike, you see a swoosh, a swoosh, before you see the name Nike. Sometimes when I say Nike, you see shoes with, uh, you see a shoe with a swoosh mark on it. That's what a logo is. So there's no successful brand that does not have a logo mark. Or a type logo that's associated with it i'll explain the different types of logos okay this one of the one of the objectives of this class or this training is for you to know how to ask for certain things from your designers when you get back okay so that you better you know how to negotiate with them and be able to spend less all right because we understand that your startups take it from me even designers we know some well some of us understand that some people are startups and then we know how to also build bigger organizations but the only reason why you would listen to a startup is if they know what they want because that now makes your job very easy i'll get to all of that hopefully if we don't exhaust our time before then okay so your logo is the face of your brand take it from me take it to the bank i'm not here to quote anybody i'm here to speak from my experience it's the it's the face of your brand and you need to get it right for you to control the perception of your brand they call it perception management i've chosen to call it control so that it really hits home with you all right so you're managing how people perceive you you're building your reputation and you're controlling what people will say about you because that's what your brand really is what people say about you when they ask sample from 10 people seven of them should at least say the same thing about you even not even if not in the same words all right so this is where it starts from never never miss it with your logo all right Moving on from your logo, there are other visual elements, um, colors, promotional materials or content, um, e.g. flyers, okay? Whether they are printed or targeted for social media, they are all very important features of your brand that you have to pay attention to at the beginning. Okay, if you want to control the narrative of your brand, if you want to influence the perception, this is very important get it right with your visual elements listen guys there's prejudice in the game whether you like it or not here's how it works and trust me this has happened to you many times but subconsciously when people see your visuals they decide on either of two things depending on if you have a product or a service first of all they decide on the quality of what you're selling or the genuineness of it let me explain people generally believe that good quality products or services have been well invested in 
we even have a local adage that says um soup way too sweet a better money killer so if your visuals make you look cheap your product is assumed to be either of a low quality or fake so what does that mean it's not worth spending on who knowingly wants to spend on a fake product secondly they either see you as a low budget company or they see you as a scam company or that you cannot actually deliver on your promise now no one ever really says these things they do not even think about it like consciously it, it happens subconsciously all right and this is even more powerful than the conscious most hearts you see contain subliminal messages because they know that the most powerful place that affects your buying decision is in the subconscious so they send subliminal messages through their ads to influence your actions but most times you don't know it even in the cinema sometimes there are pictures they flash and you get you begin to have the hodge for popcorn i read this somewhere trust me and i believe it is true so most of these decisions are subconsciously made so you have to target the subconscious of your target audience most times they don't think on these things but they act like they have thought about it so you need to influence their subconscious so that they can perceive you very well this is how we influence their decisions and this is how we control the narrative about the perception of our brand if you must succeed at this you must meet the standards or surpass them but don't go below it